Welcome back to the Jesse Golden Podcast. I have a fun episode for you today all about what I am loving lately. So this will be a bunch of random things that I think you guys might be into, at least one or two of them for each of you. So if so, that will be worth it. So let's go ahead and dive in. Number one, and this is a theme that I teach a lot about, but I feel like I'm coming into a new level of this is leaning into trust. So I realized that when I was stuck in a state of fight or flight, particularly when I was in New York City, I was having difficulty being mindful and I was being really wrapped up into the stories that my brain was telling me, which is super common when you're in that state of fight or flight, right? Survival mode. So what I'm doing now is really, really focusing on witnessing my brain going into fear mode. My life is still, you know, really, I would say inconsistent or there is a lot of unpredictability. I have no idea what my life is going to look like in a year. And for our brains that really like to have predictability, that can be uncomfortable. And so if I just let my brain run amok and then I am just chasing after whatever my brain is throwing up and my brain is on my side always, it's trying to just look out for me, but it's the programming or the software from my brain, our brains is from millennia ago. It's not designed for fulfillment and happiness. It's simply designed for survival. So it's my job, and this is what I teach a lot inside of FFE, is to just witness it and to acknowledge and thank my brain for trying to protect me, but ultimately seeing and feeling beneath that and knowing that I'm okay and that I don't have to follow everything my brain says and 99.9% of what my brain tells me in that fear response is completely false. So I'm really focusing on trusting something deeper within me and within life. And it's been a lot of fun because on the other side of every really block, I would say, or when I'm stuck in this pattern of fear, like I was with my relationship with food, right? I was obsessed with counting and controlling and lived in a total state of fear with food in my body all the time. Whenever I decide to take a leap and trust on the other side of that, a massive up level happens and it feels really uncomfortable during the process, but it's so worth it on the other side. So if you find yourself where you're creeping up and you feel like you're getting stuck with that feeling of discomfort, know that I'm right there with you. And it's part of the process of growing into our next level. And it can suck, but it can also be really exciting depending on the perspective that we are leveraging. Next thing I'm loving is blocking people on Instagram. So I, this is something that I'm working on is I, I really focus on giving people the benefit of the doubt. And I like to acknowledge that, you know, everyone's just doing their best. And oftentimes I th- believe that every time someone is being really mean when it's not warranted, it's coming from a place of hurt or pain for them. And I have a lot of sympathy for that. But at the same time, I'm realizing that that's not my job to take that on. So if people are projecting their things onto me, just being mean, rude, then I'm just, you know, blocking people. And I try and have, first it was three times, three strikes you're out, but I've lessened that to one. So I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Maybe I'm perceiving things a little too sensitively on my end, but beyond that, if it goes another time, then block and it's made things a lot easier. I don't get a lot of 
negative comments or anything like that. But when I do, it's just unusual to be in an environment where we are subject to the opinions of whoever wants to send us their opinion online. And I don't even have, you know, a huge following. So someone who has hundreds of thousands of people following them or more, I cannot imagine the impact on the nervous system. I think you just have to train it. But regardless, it's not normal to be hit with opinions of random strangers all the time on the internet. So while I was trying to look out for other people, I'm now looking out more for myself. So the old block button is a godsend. What else I'm loving is beyond yoga leggings. And I will tag these on my stories or put them up on my stories as a link because they are phenomenal. And I'm trying to get approved by like to know it. I need to post more fashion content before they'll approve me. So it's kind of the chicken and the egg and I just need to start doing that. But this is something that I I think is really fun to do is to share the things that I'm loving when it comes to home or fashion or what have you. And I'm really big on quality and having lesser items. And I think that's because I've moved so many times in recent years and I donated so many of my clothes. And I'm in a place now where I just don't like to have a lot of stuff. And particularly clothes, I'm being really drawn to home goods, clothing, any type of artistic expression, which I definitely consider clothes. I prefer really beautiful craftsmanship and something that was made with quality. And I understand a brand like Lululemon or Beyond Yoga, those are big companies, but the quality is there. And that's really important to me. I'm not going to buy things if they're just a so-so. I have to really, really love them. And the Beyond Yoga midi leggings are just supreme. And I will go ahead and link those in the notes below. They feel like secure butter. That's how I describe them. They like They suck you in, but they're buttery. It's delightful. I'm also loving pumpkin sauce Americanos from Starbucks. So I love their pumpkin cream. I think it's delightful, but sometimes I don't want something that heavy for just a drink. So what I've been getting is I get a decaf iced Americano with extra ice because I like stronger espresso flavor and not as much water. And like a watery Americano, there's nothing worse. So extra ice, I get one pump of pumpkin sauce, and then I just add some half and half to that. And of course, they usually over, over, (laughs) always over pour the half and half. So that's always an experience. But hopefully we can go back to the days when we can add our own. I think some locations are doing that. And it's just delightful. You get a little bit of the taste of fall and that pumpkin flavor, but you don't get the heaviness that you may or may not want from the pumpkin cream. But I'm still a pumpkin cream fan. Do not get me wrong. I'm also loving building in the gym for the rest of the year. So I like to take advantage of whatever I'm naturally drawn to with my eating habits and have that correspond to the phase that I will be going into. And obviously there's an endpoint that you want to get to with fat loss, right? And I'm pretty close to coming up on that for myself. So that is not as important to me. It might be for you and I completely understand that. I would recommend that if you want to actually change your body composition, meaning the ratio of fat to muscle, then depending on where your starting point is, let's say you have, you know, 
100 or 80 pounds that you want to lose, then yes, fat loss is going to bring the biggest difference for you. But muscle is just so incredibly important for your overall health and well-being and resistance training. I would go ahead and visit my previous episode on that. I'll go ahead and link that in the show notes as well. But as we're moving into the colder months here, I mean, can it please cool down? I feel like it's still so damn hot in New Mexico, which is standard. Denver is always so damn hot too. I forgot living there how much it, how hot it was. When we were in New York, it was still so hot. It's just so hot everywhere. But as the cooler months come in, heavier food sets in, it can be easier to focus on building. And I love fall and winter food so much. I love to experience all the little things that come with the seasons. I like to have, you know, some pumpkin beer. I like to have the pumpkin cream, you know, pumpkin foam drinks. I like to just indulge in all the things and it makes me really, really happy. So I'm going to focus on using that fuel to build some shit in the gym. And I've decided that I'm going to be opening up some spots to be working closely with me throughout the rest of the year. It'll be in a group format to focus on building muscles that will include programming. It'll include a small community where there will be form checks. I'll be able to adjust your program. We'll be focusing on the key tenets of what is required to build muscle to make sure you're not wasting your time because building muscle requires a process and it requires really nailing some of the key things in order to see results. Otherwise, you're just going to waste your time. And I don't want to waste my time. I don't want you to waste your time. We want our bodies to just be something that is an addendum to our lives, right? So If that's something you're interested in, go ahead and send me a note on Instagram because I will be announcing that pretty soon here of what that program will look like. So building in the gym, programming for muscle gain will be coming soon. I've also been loving FFE testimonials. So if you've been following me on Instagram, I opened up FFE at a discount which is, I just love that program so much because yeah, it's not focused on the external, but the internal is what is so much more deeply important to me and hopefully to all of you. So Food Freedom Evolution is my signature course. And sometimes I forget that my work is impactful. You know, when you're not working with people every single day, you're not seeing people because I don't work with clients one-on-one at this time, then sometimes it's it feels like you're speaking into the abyss when you have an online business. So recalling the feedback from my clients and seeing their transformation, it just makes me really emotional. And I'm so proud and honored to have worked with the women that I've worked with. I just feel so lucky that so many of you, if you're listening to this, if you've taken it, that you chose to trust me to work with. And it's just the greatest honor. I'm obsessed with those testimonials and those results. I'm also loving taking bets on myself. And this kind of ties into the first one of leading into trust. But I'm learning and developing the skills of sitting with more and more discomfort. And I think that is the key to up-leveling in life is just expanding your tolerance for discomfort. Because our nervous systems and our brains, they are going to freak out. It's going to feel uncomfortable because they're saying, oh, no, this is dangerous. You can't do this. And if we listen to that, we're never going to change ever, ever, ever. Because our brains just want what is familiar, even if what is familiar is unfulfilling, it's making us unhappy, it's not even good for us. Our brains don't care. They just want predictability. They want familiarity. 
So I'm focusing on taking bets on myself, aligning with my values, which is key to know what direction to take, and holding myself as I feel uncomfortable, as I feel those knots in my stomach or the heaviness in my chest or my brain starts to conjure up a million scenarios of what's going to happen. This is my up level and I'm sitting with myself and I'm moving through it and it feels so damn good to to be taking bets on myself. I've also been writing one page in a Word document every morning and I really love this. So I got this exercise from Susan David, who's a PhD, and she wrote the book Emotional Agility. And definitely give her a follow on Instagram. I think she's wonderful. But she talked about how writing one page, college students did this at the beginning. They discussed their why, why they wanted to go through this process of working hard to get their degree, that the dropout rate reduced significantly for those students, and how important it is to A, connect to our values, which I've talked about you know, for the last several years when it comes to our bodies and our relationships with food, but just having that word dump every single morning and just getting it on page. I like to do it in a word document versus writing in a journal simply because I feel like my brain is moving so quickly as all of ours do. And I want to make sure that I'm really getting it all out and my hand can't write quickly enough. So I've been writing one page more document. It usually takes me around 15, 20 minutes. And this is also in alignment with morning pages, which is derived from, I believe it's the artist's way, the book, where you just stream of consciousness dump everything in your brain for three pages in a journal every single morning. I think it's a very cathartic process. It allows my brain to kind of make sense of things. It allows me to witness myself. And rather than just trying to work through things in my head, it can be really helpful to put that out on paper. So that, in addition to my meditation practice every morning, has been a really solid foundation for me to start my day with. Also, Perfect Bar Dark Chocolate Cups. They're divine. They have a little bit of salt on the top. I mean, just chef's kiss. And I will also add the Jenny's Boston Cream Pie ice cream and staying at my aunt's house in Wisconsin. I forgot about Haagen-Dazs. Haagen-Dazs just slaps. It is such good high quality ice cream. There's like five ingredients. They don't add all kinds of weird shit to it. It is just old school classic ice cream and I feel like it does not get enough love. So Haagen-Dazs, Jenny's, Perfect Bar, Dark Chocolate Cups. Those are my current sweet favorites. Also loving seeing my grandmas. So I'm in Wisconsin to see my mom's side of the family. This is where she's from. And I'm lucky enough to have both of my grandmothers still alive. They're in their 90s. So I'm spending time with my grandma here. And then once I leave here, I'm going to Massachusetts, where my dad is from. And I will be spending time. My dad's going to meet me there with his side of the family. And I'll see my other grandmother out there. And then we'll go to Boston to spend time with my aunt and my cousin. So seeing my grandmas, it's just, I have regret about the fact that I didn't spend enough time with my grandpas before they passed. And I was young, you know, I forgive myself, but if I had the wisdom and the knowledge that I do now, I would have spent a lot more time with them, picking their brain, just listening to their life lessons, their lives, and just really making sure that they feel loved and seen. I it makes me really sad to see how a lot of elderly are treated in America. I don't have reference for other 
other countries, but I know that in certain cultures, the elderly are really revered. And I don't see that in America as much. And how sad, you know, it's like all of a sudden you get old and you are kind of cast aside. I think it's really gross and just awful. So it's important that when they're in such a vulnerable state in their lives and kind of helpless sometimes, depending on the context, that they know they are loved and they matter and they really, really do. I just, they have so much wisdom to share. So it's fun to talk to them. I'm loving travel. What else is new? But I, my system is really craving grounding, which feels uncomfortable for me. But as I noted, I'm moving through that discomfort because grounding I know is what's best for me. But I also just love travel. It's just an exciting way of experiencing what is life going to bring to me today. And I just love that feeling. It really, for me, maintains a lot of the magic in life and spontaneity, which is good for my soul, for my little gypsy soul. Green and red chili. I'm loving that as I have. Actually, you know, I hated red chili when I was younger. And for those who are uninitiated into New Mexican chili, this is chili with an E, C-H-I-L-E, which is different from chili in the Midwest. So when you think of red chili, it's not that kind of bean and meat chili. This is from chili ristras, you know, the long, you might have seen them somewhere where there's red chilies or green chilies that are hanging off a long, probably several foot long contraption (laughs) thing in nature. They're ground up and they're made into a paste and then they are made into sauces for red chili. And green chili is usually just chopped up and then add to a sauce. Sometimes there's pork included in there. They're both just the most phenomenal things on the planet. And they are so warm and comforting to me. They are my ultimate comfort food. So if you ever have the chance to try New Mexican chili, not Colorado, I'm telling you, it is different. If you ever have a chance to try authentic New Mexican chili, get Christmas, which means red and green. You will not regret it. I'm also loving feeling peace with my New York experience. So part of me when I left was like, you know what? I wish that I had felt well enough that I had not felt so anxious and that my health felt better. I just felt more grounded. But that experience was what it was meant to be. And I learned so much. It really was a catalyst for me growing in ways I didn't need to grow, which is so funny because I knew that I needed that experience when I left Denver. That was why I left. I just felt like I needed to be thrown into this state of discomfort and I couldn't identify what it was that needed to be worked on. And as soon as I went to New York, I found it, but I was so resistant to it. And all I felt was I kind of victimized myself like, oh, this shouldn't be happening. Why is this happening? Da da da. And as is often the case, looking back, it was exactly the medicine I needed. And do I wish that I had had a different experience in New York? Not anymore, because I was so focused on controlling the outcome rather than just living and experiencing and accepting what was. And so many women have written to me, so many of you guys have written to me saying, you know, it was validating watching your experience in New York because I had so much regret about not moving there and not experiencing it. But in hindsight, I just feel like I was focused on the the sex in the city version of it rather than the reality of it. and. So many of you also said moving to New York was the best thing in your life. And you stayed there for you know several years and it was just magical. So of course, everyone's situation is going to be different. But I think 
it's just a matter of accepting that some things work out in the way that we envision and some things don't, but that doesn't mean that it was wrong or the way that it transpired was not what was needed, you know? And so I'm focusing on what I need and what I want are often different things. And I need to focus on what I need. New York was something that I wanted to force, but when it comes down to my well-being, it's not the best place for me. And it's so magical and there's so much that I'm enamored by when I go there. But when I recently went there with my family, first day I was like, oh God, I miss this place. But then literally within like five hours, I was, nope, this is confirmation. This is not the place. It is, I'm enamored by the glitz and the glamour, but I'm not enamored by the reality of it, which is where I spend 99.9% of my time and my energy. So I'm feeling really at peace that I get to go experience New York, have fun, dip in, but then I get to go live somewhere that is much more calm and in alignment with my well-being. I'm loving reading Harry Potter, and I know I'm so late to the game. I think I'm on the fourth book, but it is just such a fun read, and I think it is so magical to get an insight into somebody else's brain. And this is why I love movies and I love shows that are have some substance to them. And I don't view watching those things as a waste of time. I view them as an art form. I view them as such a beautiful way to tell a story and to get insight into somebody else's life experience or in the case of you know Harry Potter or something like Lord of the Rings. It's a completely made up world. And I think it's just the coolest thing on the planet that I get to access somebody else's wild imagination. So Harry Potter is just has been so fun for me to watch. Also, I recently watched The Bear on Hulu and talk about a perspective on life that I will not experience. I really really loved it and then after I just think he's so hot. He was in Shameless. I don't know his name. Of course, but Check it out, The Bear on Hulu. Really loved it. And I'm also loving spending time with my parents and, of course, our family lab, Packer. I'm obsessed with her, like truly deeply obsessed with her. And it's been so nice to spend time with my parents where, you know, I have – who has a perfect relationship with their parents? Not I. And we've gone through our seasons, but we're at a place now where we just – get along quite well because there's there's boundaries there and I've had a lot of my friends in the last couple of years lose their parents and they all of our parents are kind of in their 60s decade which in my mind is so young I I don't feel like that should be an age where we're losing parents and of course there's no should in life you know I I can't control those things but I'm viewing time with my parents now as bonus time that any time I get with them is just the cherry on top. Like I'm getting away with something because based on what I've seen with my friends, it could disappear at any moment. So I'm really savoring the time with them, not getting into petty arguments like we used to. And it's been really delightful to spend some quality time with them in New Mexico while I'm kind of in between travel and finding my next home. So there you have it, everybody. What I'm loving lately, I know those were a lot of things, but 
hopefully at least one of those things struck your interest. And I will go ahead and link the leggings and I will link that book that I mentioned from Susan David, PhD. I will link those things below. If you guys have any questions on any of these things, want more details, absolutely feel free to hop on over to my Instagram, Jesse, J-E-S-S-I-E-M, Golden. And I never ask you guys this. I'm a very bad podcast host. If you are enjoying the podcast, please go ahead and leave a review. It would really, really mean the world to me. And I will see you all in the next episode.